0: So now I'm going to be talking in James 1, starting off in verse 19. Number one, walk in righteousness. In verse 19, it says to be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. But what does that really mean? To be quick to listen, we need to tune our ears. Jesus was always quick to listen. That doesn't mean that he always agreed with what people were saying, but he was showing compassion towards them by... He's being compassionate towards them by listening to them. I know for me, at least, I always want to tell people about what's happening in my life, what's going on with me. But God says to put others above yourself. Let them tell you about what's going on in their life. Encourage them. We have the power to make somebody's day if we just smile at them, if we just give them a compliment, or just say hi to them. We have the power to do that. Being slow to speak. Jesus was a master at this. Choosing words wisely is hard sometimes. But this just means not going off your first emotion. I remember I thought my brother took my charger. I ran upstairs as mad as could be telling him that he can't just take my stuff without asking. And he's like, dude, I didn't take your charger. I was like, crap. So I ended up actually just losing my charger and I made a fool of myself. If I was just quick to listen, so to speak, and so to anger, none of that would have happened. In James 3, it talks about how our tongue is like an uncontrollable fire. It has the ability to build people up and make them feel amazing, but also has the ability to tear them down and make them feel bad. It says humans can tame any animal, but nobody can tame the tongue. It is like a beast that we can never tame. It's like a poison, it says. You know the saying, sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me? I think it's kind of the opposite. I think you can get hurt more, a lot more by, physical stu- uh, by words than you can by physical stuff. Guard our heart. We need to guard our heart. Being slow to anger is probably the hardest thing for me. I remember when me and my basketball team were playing in a tournament. The first game that we played, it was neck and neck the whole game. With one minute left, they were up by one. And then last second, they stepped out of bounds, but the rest didn't call anything. And then they just played keep away and they won. I remember being so mad that we lost and that the rest didn't see anything. And that made the whole trip not fun. But then I thought of, wait, Jesus got crucified and tortured on a cross and he was asking that God forgive them. And I was mad over a basketball game. Did you know James was the brother of Jesus? Do you think James got mad? I mean, Jesus was literally perfect, but his brother James, not so much. I know me and my brother, we fight sometimes, I'm sure you and your siblings do too. But imagine having a brother that's literally perfect, that's never done wrong in your life, in his life. That would be kind of annoying but awesome at the same time. I'm sure James wanted to find something to be mad about Jesus, but he couldn't. When it came to Jesus, he was perfect. Number two, put away the sin. We all have sin in our life, that's no secret. We are born sinners and sin too many times in our life to count. Sin is when we even think something bad about somebody. If we want something that somebody else has, like I saw a pair of shoes, I was like, dang, I really want those, that's a sin. We sin so many times in our life and we don't even realize it. In verse 21, it says, Therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness. Notice how it doesn't just say wickedness, it says rampant, which means unwelcome or unpleasant. Imagine somebody calling you rampant. Hey, Parker. Yeah, you, right there. You're rampant, buddy. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) I love you, Parker. (laughs) It can be saying, we can lead in righteousness and not being rampant by just saying hi to somebody at school that doesn't have a lot of friends. We can be uh, quick to listen, so to speak, and slow to anger, and that could to our siblings, and that could be a form of righteousness. We can do it every day by just taking the little things. God knows all the bad things we've done, but that doesn't matter. God wipes it all away. He says it's casted into the sea of forgetfulness. If you throw a rock in the sea, what are the chances that you're going to find that rock again? Like you throw it and it's like five years later, man, I'm really missing that rock. I'm going to go try to find it. You ain't finding it. He says it's, it's tossed into a sea of forgetfulness. You will not find it. God says he will never dig it up and it is buried there forever. He doesn't need us, but don't think that's mutual. We need God just as, just as much as a newborn baby needs its mom. A newborn baby can't put on a diaper. It can't feed itself. It can't even sit up without a mom. Imagine if the mom just left. That's how we would be without God. But with all that filth and bad things we've done, he still wants a relationship with us, which is amazing to think about. The God of the universe wants a relationship with me? My dirty, sinful, selfish self, he wants a relationship with me? Like, I think you got the r- wrong guy, man. Like, crazy. Number three, receive the word. God says to receive the word, not just hear it. He says it has the ability to save our souls. This body is super temporary when we're talking about eternity. The fact that one decision can change your life and your eternity is pretty amazing to me. Scripture is a powerful tool to have. It helps us guard our hearts, our minds, and helps get new brothers and, new brothers and sisters in Christ. Seems pretty powerful to me. In verse 22, he's putting us to the test. He says, be doers of the word, not just hearers. Yes, it is very important to have our faith very well-based, but it's also very important for us to share our faith with others. Imagine if our faith was a pipe. Just hang on with me for a second. I know faith, pipe, not two connecting things, but just hang on with me for a second. If you leave water standing still in a pipe for a long time, it will become no good and not clean. But if you keep it moving, it will stay fresh and clean. Same thing with our faith. If we keep it locked up all to ourselves, it will become stale and no good. But if we share it with others, if we keep it moving, then it will become clean and it will become good. If any of you think that you have some sin that doesn't ha- that's not confessed, all you have to do is ask God for forgiveness, and he will. We have such a great, merciful God. Remember, if we want to walk in the f- footsteps of Jesus, we need to first be quick to listen, so to speak, and so to anger. Definitely still hard for me right now. We need to replace all the sinful rampantness and wickedness that we have in our lives and replace it with the righteousness of God.